there's Elseworld, there's Amalgams, there's What If. Why don't we do that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me out. Hey, this is your host, Taj, with Dietrich, and this is Tad Too Far. There's far, there's going too far, and then there's us a tad too far. And so uh, this week we're doing um, kind of a Marvel meets DC. So this first round, we're going to do a Marvel character joining the JLA. So Justice League of America, in case you need that, you know, abbreviation spelled out. So, um, but uh, yeah, so how are you doing, D? I'm doing pretty good, Taj. How about yourself? I'm doing good. Doing good. So, it, have you ever read much JLA or Justice League of America? I've gone into to Justice League, um, you know, books and, and origin stories and and definitely watched uh, a lot of cartoons. I can say that I'm a casualist um, when okay. it comes to, to DC in general, but but I have a pretty good idea of of the story points and, and how they affect, you know, other worlds and things of that nature. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Same here. Um, I mean, most people kind of know, but I'm more of a Marvel fanboy than a DC. So am I. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I respect DC, you know, and it has, it has some tropes and, and some characters that I really like, but it, yeah, it, sometimes it's just not quite my, my cup of tea. So, so. You know what I like about DC? Is it just in doing a little bit of research on both of them and mm-hmm. just for my own thought's sake, whether somebody else agrees with it or not, nobody's probably going to agree with everything we say. It's okay. We're cool with that. But right. I think the the main difference that I see from DC versus Marvel is DC has a lot more, um, I want to say, human traits uh, in a lot of their characters. Uh, like you in the Marvel world, you know, you've you've pretty much got everybody's got some kind of special power or some kind of backstory that leads them to some kind of mutant gene or things of that nature. And that's what a lot of it is based off of. Whereas DC is you can have individuals who don't have superpowers yet they have a, a super intellect or they have a a willingness to go forward and a and a tenacity in order to, to do what they think is right or wrong. You know, right. and so they have a, a a bit more of a human aspect to them, and so that's that's what I kind of like and I admire about DC. It's like um, Marvel makes you feel like you're you know you could be a superhero, supervillain, any type of situation, but DC actually does make you feel like you could be a superhero even if you don't have like superhero powers. You can still put forth that effort to be good or bad. Okay, yeah, I can I can kind of see that. Yeah, it, my thing is is always like DC's. Uh, what, what I like about DC is legacy, that DC is willing to have, you know, this was the first person that was this character, and then they died, and then the next person, and then the next generation. It's never, the, the being that character is never tied to that actual person, just like 
so like there's multiple black canaries, there's multiple uh, El Diablos, you know, and, and kind of also that legacy kind of like with Batman, you know, you have Batman, you have the multiple Robins, yeah. what the legacy is for each one of those different Robins, you know, type of thing. And, and that's what, what makes DC different than Marvel because Marvel doesn't do, Marvel tries to be timeless kind of yeah. at time. Yeah. But then, but then what I don't like about DC is that, uh, the concept that it's gods. I mean, it, I know that seems weird, but but that's the thing that they play with is that like Batman or not Batman, but Superman and well, yeah, but Batman kind of, but like Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman are the Trinity, you know, and it plays with this, you know, gods among men and kind of like what, you know, how should gods interact with mortals type of thing is wow. kind of where DC plays with rather than just a normal person with powers living in their normal day-to-day life type of thing is kind of where it's different uh, sometimes. It it has definitely pulled into the God atmosphere, but it doesn't actually pull gods in. Like you'll, you'll have characters to say they're gods, but then again, Marvel has Thor. (laughs) And, and, And folks of that stature and nature that in their own planet, their own universe, or it's like they're they're considered to be gods or or um uh somebody like a Thanos or somebody like um uh what's his name? Uh, apocalypse or, oh, yeah. or somebody of that of that aspect that comes from a godlike origin. So I I can see it on both hands. What I don't like about Marvel so much is not every character is built to get their own shine. Mm. Um, they they do have a lot of of sidekick characters or folks that that get put in a sidekick role when in actuality, if you put enough effort behind their backstory, they could be an actual great character. Right. So everybody has their fan favorites with Marvel, and those are never going to go away. But you're never going to let somebody else rise and shine in that atmosphere either. Gotcha. It th- that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. Well, so um, just for a little, since we got <laughs> kind of off topic, but we'll get back. So uh, Justice League of America, the primary members normally of that um, are Superman, Wonder Woman, Batman, Flash, um, uh, Cyborg, uh, who is it? Aquaman. Martian Manhunter, Aquaman, and um, Green Lantern sometimes, but it, it, it depends. I mean, so those are the primary ones. And normally they do have a satellite um, that orbits Earth. That's normally their, their main home base. And mm-hmm. so, but uh, yeah, so then, um, so, you know, you got to play, I mean, the JLA really has a lot of honorary or other members, but those are the primary ones. So, um, so for my pick, so I kind of, <laughs> all right, I picked Wolverine. Okay. <laughs> now, now, what you'll find out is I did, I took an actual Avenger and put them in the JLA and I did the other vice versa. And so the thing was, I couldn't do Hulk because you already have, you know, really strong people. Plus, you don't need somebody like that's more like Doomsday on the hero side. I didn't think it would fit with, with DC's mentality. But Wolverine, um, Wolverine's like... It'd be hard because he's not quite a Lobo, but he is 
he's a little bit more temp. I don't know. He's not as chaotic as Lobo, but he's more, you know, in the same vein as Lobo. But I thought that he would play well with the the other ones. It would just be weird to see kind of how it balances out with two grumpy people with him and Batman, whether they would be, you know, if they get along or they would just be grumpy at each other and it'd be two grumpy men on the JLA so right. type of thing. But uh, but Wolverine, as far as power sets with with uh, Justice League, you don't have that um, that hunter type person that that's you know stealth and you know willing to do what needs to be done type of thing to to kill. It, it feels like, and so that's why I think it'd be an interesting take to have the the JLA have him on there, you know, to to be the you know <laughs> the uh, the cleanup <laughs> in a sense, you know. Right. The trash man. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, but I mean, because Batman kind of plays that role, but he doesn't, he plays it more on like keeping secrets. You know, he doesn't play it on the side of, you know, doing what needs to be done when nobody else will do it type of thing. So, Batman is a methodical thinker. Um, yeah. He's always going to be in his head, he's always going to have three or four aces up his sleeve. He's always <laughs> going to be that cunning individual. But I think it's a it's a different different aspect when you're talking about Wolverine because when it's all said and done, Wolverine is a killer. Right. Um, like there's very few um, individuals in the DC world that are actually killers, like natural born bred killers. Like you got people that hurt a lot of people or people that'll throw bombs or people that'll do something like that to that aspect. But when you have somebody that'll go in and not just neutralize the situation, but like kill everybody in the, in the process of that, like he'll do what Batman won't do. And, and that's, that's kind of a, that's kind of a interesting play off of it. I think them two will definitely go at each other <laughs> a lot more <laughs> than you think. You're right. So, but yeah. I could definitely okay. see that. I can also see him going at um, Superman in a way because Superman's a goody two shoes, uh, which kind of reminds you of like a Cyclops. And you know, you know, <laughs> you know Wolverine does not like goody two shoes for, for whatever that's, reason. That's true. The, and then, go ahead. Plus, it'd be interesting to see how. Um, it would it'd be interesting how Wonder Woman and him play it off, you know, you know, because she'd want to prove that she's better than she would want to prove that he, she's better than him. But, you know, I wonder if they could stay toe to toe or not. So probably like, not. I think she could whoop his ass. I mean, she is like technically right up under Superman as far as power wise. Oh, that's um, true. Strength wise. So she probably could beat the shit out of him. But then again, <laughs> he's got animalium, so he can't die. So technically. So. Right. <laughs> um, you know, but it's it's a different aspect when you're talking about the other members. Like him and Aquaman will be funny as hell going back and forth <laughs> with each other. Um, I can see him and Flash having having funny dialogue back and forth with each other. Him and Martian will be like, you know, Martian Hunter is like, yeah, yeah, will kind of get under his skin, under his nerves. And plus, I can see him like wanting to go at some of the villains. Especially folks like Brainiac and, and things of that nature. But I don't know if he'll actually have the skill set to be able to get in there to to do that, that kind of damage. I, I see him kind of on the role of what you're talking about, like a cleanup man. If you got hordes of villains 
or or a middleman coming at him, you know, saying right. trying to trying to take out the group, and here he is just smashing on the ground and taking care of everybody like that. Where letting the other other people from GLA go and handle the actual business inside of the complex. Right. Exactly. So I, I could definitely see that. Um, I think powers wise it'd be kind of limited, but but I think ultimately is his sarcasm is what's going to keep him around. Right. And and the thing was that like I think for him to fit in the GLA, he'd have to have like his his OP uh, version of his healing factor, where like a single drop will bring him back, type of thing. Because yeah. if you have him as his normal like hurt, but then it takes like you know days instead of weeks to heal up. You know, I'm not sure they would fit in the GLA. But if he's like you know Hulk rip into half, and then a single drop, and he comes back to life type of thing, then you're like, okay, he fits in the GLA kind of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, I could see him fitting in that aspect. Okay, that's what's up. Yeah. Not not too bad. Not too bad. Not too shabby. <laughs> um let's see. So I I was really thinking about storylines, right? Gotcha. I thought about who I can pull in and who would actually be like working their way as their own individual person into the GLA. And I think the one individual who I know from, uh, let's say X-Men, uh-huh. um, who really hadn't gotten their, like just do or their shine, so to speak, would be, uh, one Remy eating level. <laughs> or for those who don't know, that's, uh, the boy Gambit. Um, I've always been a Gambit fan. Not for the sense that he's like my favorite character, but for the sense of he's got that human aspect, right? Right. That's what we were talking about before when we were talking about DC versus uh, Marvel. He's along more along the lines of the human aspect. Um, Like he's got superpowers, but they're not like detrimental superpowers. It's not like he's going to blow up the universe type deal like um, some of the other characters in Marvel. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he's got... Uh, Cyclops vision that'll tear through walls and, and break a whole bunch of stuff up. He's got some explosive charge he can put on his hand. But for the most part, um, I, I think he does fit well into that human aspect of it. Now, as far as being in the group, here's why I brought him in. One, okay. for um, those who don't know, uh, well, I don't want to get too much into the background of, of Gambit, but I think the main thing is He's always been a loner. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's a, he's a pickpocket. He's he's kind of a kind of a bad guy. Um, he's he's a, he's a gambler. You know, he's a cheat. <laughs> right. Um, but he does have a moral code, and so I think he would fit well in the GLA only from the sense of he'll give that common sense view uh, when it comes to to different situations and things coming up. Again, he'll be of the lower tier because of, of the powers and not being able to fly through the sky type situation. But um, he will have a funny aspect to it. Plus, he's got sarcasm out the ass. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love his, his views. I love his thought process. Um, he's not claiming to be the most intelligent individual in the world. But then again, you can't just call him stupid either. Right. And, and, and he'll figure out who's lying to him, who's, who's actually telling him the truth. And and he'll roll with it. And for the most part, I think it'll be fun to see his interaction with um, especially Batman 
because I can see him in a Gotham setting. Um, I can see him being in one of those back back corner gamble spots, cheating people out of their money, somebody breaking something up, um, trying to trying to charge him up against the wall. Batman comes flying in, and next thing you know, you got a flying car going across the room and exploding. And, right. and Batman's trying to figure out who he is, and he's trying to not tell nobody nothing. So uh, I think that would be a good aspect to him playing into the Gotham series. Um, gotcha. As far as Superman or, or you know, Wonder Woman, uh, Water, not Water, uh, Aquaman. <laughs> I was going to say Water Boy. Uh, <laughs> Aquaman. I don't think he'll play too much in there. Um, yeah. Probably with some of the other characters. Um, he may, may do pretty well. He may even be a good spot in, like, Teen Titans type situation. Um, if you do, like, a younger version of Gambit rolling in, he could be a good player in Teen Titans. So would you still have the, the thief skilled or would you j- just have him, but not the whole thief skilled? No, you still have the thief skill because I think him and Catwoman will play along well together. That's oh, another it. thing that'll, that'll run into that, that whole Gotham series um, situation. I think he'll have a run in with the Joker. I think the Joker will kind of like him for a sideboard player. I think right. he'll have a run in with the Catwoman. I think... You know, they'll be trying to steal the same things. He'll just do it on a smaller level, but then, you know, he'll he'll like the game that she plays and she'll like his his mysterious ways. Um yeah. I think I think he'll be a good fit overall. It's just trying going to see which path he's gonna go down. Is he gonna be the good guy that everybody thinks he could be, or is he gonna play a little bit on the dark side and then roll over to the anti hero? Right. So yeah, it, and you brought up a good point. It'd be interesting, like if he did blow up something in Batman's trying and find out what's going on, because I'm not sure what type of residue Gambit leaves behind on this explosion. So it'd be interesting because Batman'd be like, "Why am I getting biome, you know, like human cells for you know as the explosive? You know, this doesn't make any sense. Human cells can't explode." <laughs> exactly, and you know he will analyze it. He'll find a sample somewhere. Right. Back to the lab, to the back cave, and analyze and, and try and figure out what's going on with it. So I, I think I think Gambit would have a, a pretty good go at running into into the DC universe and, and seeing exactly where he fits in the whole whole thing of span of things. Yeah, I like it. I like it for sure. So okay, so cool. Who else did you think of, or who else were you going to think of? Um, I kind of, like I said, I kind of thought the the Hulk, but then the thing is, is that it's interesting because, you know, Marvel has characters that are out of control, like they have characters like the Hulk that are super strong, but out of control or, but DC doesn't really have, it feels like they don't have superheroes that are strong, but out of control type of thing. You know what I'm trying to say? Whereas Marvel seems to have more of those, you know? Marvel definitely has more of them. I think DC um, has a few. They just don't emphasize the storyline as much in the main scheme of things. Like, you really have to get into the backstory of that individual. Right. So, yeah. It, and, and that's kind of where... And then I Thor, of course, you know, because, like I said, DC's more gods. And so I kind of thought about Thor, but then I was like, that, that was too easy. And plus... I was trying to find somebody that wasn't an exact power set match for somebody currently on the team. So right. that's kind of why I didn't do Hulk or Thor because you already have Superman. You know, I didn't do, 
you know, you can't do Captain America because that's Superman two, two, two Boy Scouts, you know. And so the, the really that when I got down to the only Avenger I could pick was Wolverine. So it, it, I thought worked, you know, it, and plus you needed that meta human power set because that's kind of why I skipped over like Hawkeye or, or Black Widow. I mean, Black Widow would fit, but really the JLA isn't the the human league that the JLA is I mean except for Batman which I it's just one of those things that that makes you kind of respect Batman but Batman's in most rooms the only human with no superpowers with a room full of people with superpowers right and that's because he thinks six times ahead of everybody else given yeah. moves and a statue but you know who who I compare Batman to I compare who? Batman to Iron Man okay. So I, I prepare them two together, uh, mainly because, um, you know, they have that, that, of course, they got the money, the billionaire playboy aspect behind them, but right. also because they're thinkers. Um, like, if you switched out Batman and put him with Avengers, like, it's not going to fall off too much. Um, if you put Tony Stark with GLA, it's not going to fall off too much. You know right. what I'm saying? Like everybody, those two could actually be a good switch and a good match. And I thought about making that switch over um, for those two in those opposite situations. I just think that they're so played up in their own right that it's, mm. it's too many characters you could choose from to, to, to kind of add diversity to the situation. We don't need anybody that's going to be switched on or it's going to carry over where somebody left off type deal. Right. I don't yeah. want to make a perfect mesh of the situation when it comes to this matchup. Right. Exactly. I like that. So, okay. So, uh, anything in closing thoughts before we wrap it up? Um, I think that, um, I think that both picks are actually good picks. Um, they both had their good storylines. I think, um, I would like to see a crossover at some point in time. Um, like a, a present day crossover type situation. Um, oh. and see how that works out and how that, how that rolls. I think that would be a good situation. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there was one back in the day that was, uh, JLA and an Avengers crossover. So, I mean, it's happened before, but it was like years ago. <laughs> so. Right. And then they always do like the versus, like DC versus Marvel. Yeah. You know, and all that type of situation, but I'm talking about like an actually co-mingle situation where you have one super villain that crosses both planes and right. it takes everybody's effort in order to bring them down. And I think that would be a cool aspect. Yeah, for sure. So, okay. Well, this has been a tad too far. You can find this on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, and, um, Tom or, yeah, I said Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, or on our website, tadtofar.com, T-A-D-T-O-F-A-R.com. Uh, please, uh, we're part of the Sioux Empire Podcast Network. So please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. And um, that's it, folks. <laughs> Goodbye. Deep, deep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.